Welcome to the Fish House Nation podcast presented by Catch Cover, your home for ice fishing news, tips, stories, and strategies. And now, your host, Chris Larson. Hello and welcome to the Fish House Nation podcast. Mark Harmon from Core Ice joins the show for episode number 154. We discuss the Core Ice brand, the challenges of keeping up with fish house demand the past few years, what today's trends are, and the future of the wheelhouse industry. Mark is one of my favorite guests, and we get right into the topic. You know, we've been we've been in pretty good shape. You know, we forecast out an annual um, build schedule. So we know what we're going to build over time. I don't want to see a whole lot of carryover from year after year with all of our dealers. So we don't over flood our market. Mm-hmm. Worst thing a manufacturer could do is build way too many and then not build near as much the next year. I'd rather ride the slow and steady mm-hmm. than like these ebbs and flows, right? So. Um, you know, I think we're doing good on our strategy. I would say that, you know, because it is basically December 2nd right now, you know, put this in whenever you want to. But the reality is the buying cycle, and we're, we don't like to be in seasonality mode, but there is certainly a buying cycle that changes. And that came early. And a lot of that was out in the Dakotas because the ice came out on strong. They're building ice right now. I think they have highs of 23s, you know, today. So. They're, they're going and that kind of fueled it. And I think some of the dealers feel the pressure that there's not enough inventory. Right. Um, and that's a better place to be as a manufacturer. Yeah, you don't want to be a spot where everybody's got tons of inventory. Cause like you say, it puts you in a spot where you can't build and it also puts you in a spot where maybe these things are being sold in a different way than what you want them to be. Right, yeah. And I think over time, uh, we've always stuck to our guns of who we are, mm-hmm. uh, which is really listening to who our market is. You know, we didn't establish and stake our flag and say, this is it. We said, okay, this is who we are. We're going to just continue to duplicate and replicate that and be a better uh, manufacturer. I'm trying to understand who we are. Um, because of that, I think that we're we're doing well. Um, you know, I'm of course being on the sales end of things. I wish we were selling five times more than we always are. Right. But you still got to build it. Right. You still got to find the employees and the supply chain evening out, but still a lot of challenges there too. Yeah, what's happening on that front? I know that's something that's really tough for everybody. Really. It is tough for everybody. I think that um, it's complicated. I think that you know the conversation quickly could go into politics, some of it can go into, you know, worldwide effects of COVID. I think, I think in 10 years, this is a better conversation, I could tell you what happened as opposed to what's happening next, right. you know what I mean? But, but I, uh, I, I think in my, my, a lot of people, I remember back in the Obama administration, a lot of guns were leaving the shelf, especially in the election cycles. It's just the way it was, let's talk historically. and. What happened was that all the stores were putting in five times the order of what they really needed to make sure they had enough volume to get the attention to get the inventory. Right. And I think that happened with some of the RV and boat manufacturers and stuff like that, that they might have overstepped where they were. And I don't know. I don't think we ever saw the increase in buying cycle and the quicker the inventory went as, hey, this is the way it is forever. Mm-hmm. I think we saw this as a peak. I think that we continue to maintain our numbers and do what we did. And the ones that overstretched are going to pay a little bit for it. And we see some manufacturers that are in that world, and that's okay. I mean, you got to make that call. I mean, what if we were wrong, you know? What do you see? I know you guys are always kind of innovating and coming up with new stuff. 
what are you what are you seeing in these houses? What are people going to see when they come in and take a look at a core? What are some of the innovations that you're proud of right now? I think that um, should always be proud that we're a very very lightweight fish house, mm -hmm. and our capability of being a toy hauler is very paramount. Being a composite panel fish house puts us in a unique spot in the market. You know some of our mobility stuff. You know that's day one stuff that I'm proud of, but I think it still rings very true today. I think that also the way that we light and illuminate uh, the inside and outside of our fish house, these are staple expectations of core. The innovations and new things that we've come out with, probably in the way that we market our trailers, we no longer say, you know, like if you want to go buy a $30,000 trailer and then you add everything up and you're really buying a $50,000 trailer, we just said, here's what you get for 50 grand because yeah. everybody options it there anyway. So we just went bold with our options and said, this is the full package. Uh, but innovations, you know, we continue to uh, have more of a, a, a network wiring system. You know, since we don't have studs in our walls, we can't run wires all over the place. So we have a network system within our uh, fish houses that allow you a lot of different functions from being able to run your jacks from the inside or outside of the house and even with some of uh, the app extensions that you have so you can run your house on an app uh, for your lighting. I think that that's really a big innovation that uh, we've had a lot of success with. Tell um, me about, uh, you've always got your finger on the pulse of what's going on. What are some of the trends right now that you're seeing in, in the wheelhouse industry? Um, some of my friends and I were talking about what they're selling currently right now and what they're selling is uh, larger. It seems like they're going bigger and bigger. We don't have a lack of market right now when it comes to um, our 80-26 unit. That buyer continues to show up. It's a big, it's a big number, you know, it's $100,000 plus unit, but they show up and they're buying, you know, and that's nice to be in that market where that validates what that project is. Mm -hmm. And it's nice to have uh, that ownership out there to prove that this is what people want. But so there are trends for bigger and better. I think for some of the manufacturers, for us, we excel in mobility and transportation of toys. Uh, and I think that as the people are spending more money on what they're putting in their trailers, they want to complement that with the right pairing of a trailer, and we, we excel there. Yeah, let's let's get into that a little bit. I mean, we're talking about a big house and a big investment. Yeah. These are people that are using it on the ice, but I mean, they're probably using it in other places as well. I think so. I think that we have a pretty split market. You know, you, you probably have seen our line. You know, we have that green highlight. It says core RV versus the core ice. You know, and the ice would be non-water package type stuff. We do see a little bit of a differentiation. I think when people are looking at the houses all year wrong, we've made a differentiation with some decals between core RV and core ice. I think there's a very large segment that is only gonna see this and use this as an ice trailer. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think that there's some people that might see ice on the side of our trailer as a barrier for them to consider it as a valid RV. Mm -hmm. And that's where we made that separation in our naming. Um, but I think I see a lot of our, we were talking earlier, just kind of chatting about who our customer is and what they do. Uh, and you know, that's, you know, we all fish, right? right? Secondly, right in there, probably one of our more braggable activities would be hunting. And I see a lot of pictures every year of people sending me pictures of their hunting trips where they're out west. There are places I'm very jealous of where right, they're right. at. There's a guy that sent me some pictures of uh, this ram that he shot, you know, and it's like, 
wow, like total bucket list type stuff. So I know that we're on the high adventure. We're getting into the Highland elk hunt. The elk hunt is kind of routine for a lot of these people and they appreciate having a lightweight trail to get up the forest roads and stuff. I've seen pictures of moose hunts and other things like that, neat stuff. So I know we're very valid in that hunting world, but they're also bringing their, their, their toy with them, you know, their ATV or their side-by-side, -side, and that's where we succeed. You know, for sure people use this for campers. Um, I, think that, um, I think that people will always be able to justify their purchase with the thought of camping, but even in the other fish house world, I'm not sure that there's truly a, a sole ice, a non-ice owner, right? That ice is always a segment. I would say that we definitely have some that are 70% camping, 30%, you know, ice fishing. Mm -hmm. But I don't think we go into that 10% ice fishing, right. you know, often. But we have plenty of people that order our units without holes in the floor as well. So, you know. Very cool. Mark, there's a bunch of people out here. They're all yeah. looking to talk to you, but I appreciate you taking a quick time to chat with us a little bit. Always fun to talk to you here at the show. Chris, it's always a pleasure. Can't wait. Wait, we got a trip coming up. We, we got to make it happen. Yeah, we're going to do it. Lake Superior? Let's do it. Ice or open water? Let's do ice. I say both. We can do both. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good, right. Chris. Thanks, Mark, bud. All appreciate right. it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to the Fish House Nation podcast presented by Catch Cover. For more ice fishing content, visit our blog at catchcover.com.